Okay, so you've read the title, you've clicked on this episode, we're talking about uh, trying hard, trying too hard, maybe not trying hard enough, or maybe uh, not trying at all. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little uh, fluid with it. So let's just let's just run the intro and then we'll come back and talk about it. Let's go. This is To Dare Is Human with your host Adam Connor. Hey, welcome back. It is Tuesday. It's almost Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday if you're listening to this. It's Monday night. It's late Monday night. I'm a day late on this on this recording. So I'm going to apologize in advance because it also means that this is going to be a little bit shorter, but maybe that maybe that fits with the with the theme for today. But man, I am on. I'm but I'm so I'm tired. I am so tired. And that's not the way you can't start a podcast. Adam, what are you doing? I should restart. I'm not going to restart it. But I should because that's how that's how I feel. I just feel tired. And that's not that's not peppy and happy and oh, yo, I I don't I want to be I want to be as energetic as possible and like positive vibes and all that. And you know what? I, I nobody feels like that all the time. But wow, tomorrow about 9 p.m. and like so, assuming you don't watch this on the first, listen to this on the first day, uh, I'll be home by this point. But man, I'm gonna be so happy because listeners, I have been on the road for nine straight days, including weekends, for work. Now I have not done that before. It's not been. Uh, it's not a regular thing, all right, and it's been a very effective trip. I've been all over the place. I was in Vegas. I was in L.A., New York, and I'm coming home. I'll go home to the D.C. area, which is roughly where I live, and uh, I just I haven't seen my bed. I barely saw my girlfriend. I saw her yesterday. She was in she was in town for part of the weekend, um, and she watched her Patriots get or her her Steelers get slaughtered. It's the Patriots. No, I'm not. If you're a Pats fan. Sorry, I'm, not, I'm a Ravens fan. She's a Steelers fan, and uh, I think unless you're a Patriots fan, you like don't like the Patriots. But if this weekend in NFL football taught us anything, it is that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, it is ridiculous. If you're a football fan, and you you know you either got upset or you just are upset, unless you're a Steelers fan or a Patriots fan. God, I keep screwing it up. You see how tired I am? This is ridiculous. But I'm so hungry. I cannot wait to get home. Um. Cause I, like I said, I haven't seen my bed. I just barely saw my girlfriend, uh, and it just—it's time. It's just time. But uh, I wanted to take some time during uh, our little, our little weekly fireside chat here, our little calm NPR style fireside chat, to talk about something new. To talk about, let's get, let's get head ass about this. Head ass? I've never used that term. But this is—I can't believe I, would, I can't even believe that term came into my head right there. That's like a millennial ass term. All right, let's let's talk about some things real quick. First of all, I want to immediately jump into the requests that I made last week for listener submissions. And if you remember, or if you listened to the show in the last week and were able to follow up on this, first of all, thank you. I got some great I got some great feedback. Some was funnier than others, but I asked for a couple things. I was really I was all over the place in terms of what I asked for, but I asked for this mainly. I said, I want to get better with meditation. I want to figure out what you use to meditate. Is it an app? Do you have a music playlist? Is it like, is do you read something? Is there a, um, is there a television show that you watch? Do you do breathing? Like, what is it? And I did get one thing. I got one recommendation 
and it's uh I haven't I haven't tried it yet because like I said I've been on the road for like nine straight days, and I just had it in front of me in my email. It was called what in the world is it called? Pacifica. I got referred to a I guess service or it's a website here called Pacifica, and I think uh, thinkpacifica.com. So I'm gonna come back on that and talk about how that's been because it, it claims to help you uh, manage stress and live happier. Now, stress I get. Live happier, I'm like, you know, I waver. Everybody wavers on that. But I, like, don't necessarily believe meditation is, like, a catch-all to, like, live a happier life, regardless of what you're doing. If you are, by the way, making a uh, a leap of faith from, from some traditional thing into something new, uh, I guess meditation can be helpful, but, like, at the end of the day, going after what you want to do is going to make you live your happier life. It's not necessarily going to be the product of of managing stress through meditation, but Pacifica. So this is something I have to try. I'll do a little bit review on it when we do our next little fireside chat. Our next little weekly fireside chat will be all about the wonders of Pacifica. You see how like punch drunk I am right now? I, I'm just a little bit punchy. But anyway, I appreciate that. And then I also asked for two other things. The first was, and I think this might have been a product of two weeks ago. Maybe it was last week as well. And I'm still looking for this one, by the way. Books. I want to read some books this year. I'm not a massive reader. I don't spend too much time just reading. A lot of people do. I really don't in terms of like paper, you know, hardcover, paper cover books. I do a lot of reading of like news and things like that. But, you know, people should read. And so that's what I'm trying to do. And I'm going to go back, I believe, what is it, 12 books? 12 books is the goal. I'm going to go over New Year's resolutions towards the end of this episode, by the way, like I always do. But I got a, I got a good book recommendation. I'm going to come back to that. I also asked for comforting, uh, I think it was comforting images or videos of baby animals. And the reason why I did that was because uh, outside of meditation, I think that's a great way to relieve some stress. And man, I got some... I got some super cute stuff. Look, check this out. Well, this is going to be a bit of, if you listen to pardon my take, this is going to be some bad radio because I'm going to, I'm going to describe these, these submissions to you. I received a short video of what looks to be a Pomeranian who's uh, got a fresh haircut, just like loafing on the ground, just not doing anything, just like rolling around, like not even like getting up, just trying to move about just via like wiggling all over the floor. Oh my God. So that's very that was very cute and de-stressifying. That's a word. Um, let's see. I got uh, ooh. I got a yellow lab puppy here um, with a with a popsicle. I mean that is, that is hilarious. Animals with human food. If that's not an Instagram page, I, I, you go out and make it, and then you could probably make a bunch of money on that. And then uh, probably my favorite one uh, is just like a goat in a sweater. <laughs> oh man, I've been through. A, a long week of travel and this this is keeping me up so I appreciate it I appreciate those user submissions I want to go back to the book because the book was almost the funniest thing I uh I got a book submission via email by the way if you want to email me anything uh hello at todayishuman.com all right that's how you do it todayishuman.com is where all of my content lives of course iTunes and all that stuff but that email address is where you can contact me directly and I got an email uh, with a book recommendation, and it was a uh, apparently it's a great book. I haven't even I haven't picked it up. It's not going to be the first book that I read. The first book that I read is going to be called When to Jump by Mike Lewis, and that's actually I'm going to go to that. I'm going to go to a book event this week, so I'll be able to talk about that next week as well. 
But uh, I got this book it, uh, recommendation. The uh, so the body of the email is fantastic book that really makes a lot of sense from a diet nutrition standpoint. Now that that stood out to me because you know as part of my other resolutions, I'm looking to drop a few. Okay, looking to drop a few. Everybody is, but I'm actually going to try to stick myself to it. Being away, by the way, on travel just completely sucks for that because you know the Vegas casino, right? Or the L.A. where I was. L.A. was a little bit better. But Vegas Casino is very, is very difficult. It's not, it's like, it's like being out at like a restaurant. It's like all fried and anyway, but I got this, <laughs> but I got this book uh, recommendation and the name of the, the, the book is called The Obesity Code, Unlocking the Secrets of Weight Loss. Now, I, I am sure that this book is rife with recommendations and strategies for 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 maintenance of that kind of thing and general fitness and nutrition and health and that kind of thing. <laughs> but like I I guess I don't know if I've been I, I don't know if I've been clear. I'm trying to drop a couple pounds. I, I I'm at a spot where I'm like I don't I look okay. I could look a lot better. I I could drop some weight. I look a little thinner in the face, right? Get rid of some cheeks. But like I, <laughs> I, so I got this book, and this is the only book recommendation I got, and it was done in completely good faith. I I know the person who said it, and I'm gonna read it. Um, but <laughs> it was hilarious because the subject of the email, and I couldn't, I didn't, it was all I saw was the subject. I didn't see a preview of the message or anything. It was just called the subject was just obesity code, and I was like, what, what is this? I opened it up and I saw it was a book, but I was like. Man, I and I guess if you know you're a listener and you don't know me personally, by the way, welcome. Uh, I, I had a a spike in likes this week and follows on the page. I think because uh, my high school plugged me on Instagram, which was awesome. Thanks, guys, whoever runs that page. And I know that some folks are listening who uh, who I either knew when I was back in high school or when I was younger, or people who are now associated with the school and. Um, I, we could talk about that at length at some point. I really did enjoy my uh, my high schooling years almost almost more than college. I might have enjoyed it more than college. Anyway, uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, this right now we're sort of in between recording seasons. I'll talk about that too in just a second. But I am between recording season two and season three of the podcast. So what I'm doing right now behind the scenes is I'm sitting down with folks who have made these incredible leaps of faith into what they want to do and have gained notoriety for it, uh, or folks who are just in the process of doing it. And effectively, what that means is I'm clearing out an inbox that I have of, of conversations and old email threads that I've got going back from December and November, and I'm finally getting these, I would say on paper, but I'm getting them, let's say, on audio and uh, over the course, and I hope to start well, I hope to start towards the beginning of February, but we'll see. I've been on the road basically almost every day since the beginning of 2018, so it's been very difficult to actually sit down and record something with people. I'm only doing it now. I'm in the last night of my travels, and I finally broke out my microphone to finally do something. And if the video, or sorry, if the audio quality, by the way, is like a little echoey, it's because I'm in a big sort of, not big, I'm in a echoey, roomy hotel room. So that's what it is. I'm not in my normal recording place. But uh, so if you're listening, what I'm doing right now is a series of weekly, what I've called fireside chats, my little weekly fireside chats, where I talk about 
certain elements of just the mentality that people go through when they are either trying something new or trying to put themselves out there. And I relate this a lot to my life. Uh, if you uh, don't know who I am, I, first of all, I suggest you go back and listen to, uh, let's say, the majority of the 76 episodes that have been published in the last year. But my background is, uh, in terms of post-grad life, is in sales. I have a regular business 9-to-5 gig. Uh, that came as a result of a decision from a fork in the road at the end of college. Uh, one lane was to do a sort of job with steady rate of pay, and the other was to pursue a dream, and that dream was acting. I've been acting forever, and uh, I had an opportunity to go and pursue it. Uh, I had a shot at pursuing it professionally in Los Angeles, and I did not take it, and I've really wanted to get back into it. I, I don't know that I'll ever actually go and do that whole hog, but in the meantime, I've taken the last year to collect these stories of folks who haven't, it's not necessarily quit their job and gone to act, but people who have started up new businesses, gone into social activism, done sports or entertainment or politics, and have just made a splash following their passion instead of some more traditional life path. And so I'm recording all these great stories. I'm recording the first of them uh, in two nights time for season three. And uh, I'm really pumped up about that because it's it's been a while since I've been interviewing. I'm going to take a completely new style of interviewing. And I think it will create better episodes. I think it will create more honest answers. And I think that I will feel more honest doing it. But I'm going to table it again to say I'll talk about that in just a second. So uh, I really appreciate the viewer submissions or the listener submissions for this week. Uh, I, I, I will read the book uh, and I'm going to use that Pacifica thing a little bit and just see what see what it's all about. And I'll come back and report. And for this week going forward, I don't know necessarily that I want like any ideas or any, any books or anything. I mean, books are cool, but there are two things that I want specifically. So if you do anything and you know me or you're interested in this, here are two things. First off, I want some new uh, ambient background music for this show. And I think I'm going to put it up at the beginning and the end. So for the last, oh my gosh, probably 30 or 40 episodes, maybe more, uh, I've had the same intro and outro end cap where I have this voiceover that I had a voice actor do and uh, and some music. Now, that music I want to change. I like the voicing right now. I might change that at some point, but I like that at the moment. Uh, but I just think that this, we need some more, we need some more music in here. We need a little bit more energy, you know, because when it's me uh, late night, you know, talking into a microphone by myself about not trying, uh, I think we'd need to pep it up a little bit. We need to get a little bit of pep in the step. So, I would suggest, number one, if, and, and like, don't go out of your way and look for this. I do that all the time. And this is not to say that I haven't researched this. I've got like hundreds of potential tracks that I can use. I have a couple of artists that I really like who have this kind of stuff. It's royalty free, so I don't have to worry about getting copyright stricken or anything like that. So I have plenty, I have a wealth of material here. But if you, for any reason, have materials like this, if you produce music like this um, that you think would sound good at the beginning or end of a podcast like this, send it to me. And I got Maybe I'll just throw a couple in where I'll have like, you know, one day, one episode, I'll have a different, I'll have three different sets of music and I'll just either play it all or I'll stretch it out. So that's one thing. And then the second thing is I want you to give me your opinions on the topic for this week. Now, the topic for this week, as you read in the title, is on trying and not trying. Here's my point or here's my thesis or maybe my hypothesis. I believe that there is a medium, a balance, uh, 
between trying really, really hard to go after something and not trying as hard, but almost to the point of carelessness. Not not quite there where you're dropping loose ends, but where you're just not making as much of an effort. I think there is some middle ground of effort made where the most success is found. And that is a weird contrarian thing that I've begun to almost believe. There are a couple of evidence data points to back up what I'm hypothesizing. I'm not a, first of all, okay, let's go over some, let's go over some clarifying statements. Uh, I'm not a psychologist. Uh, I'm not a doctor. I don't, uh, I haven't done extensive research on this. I haven't read medical journals on this kind of thing. I don't know uh, the intricacies of, uh, of perception versus reality when it comes to the effort that we believe that we are making. This is just something that a regular person who is trying to get into something that they're more passionate about as a side little thing uh, uh, goes through in terms of their head. It might be something that you think about either in your daily life or in your job or maybe if you are trying some, if it's a creative pursuit, great. If it's just some pursuit that's outside of your traditional what you do day in, day out, maybe you think of this similarly. But but let me explain. I, I'm going to say it again. I work in sales. Okay. And I also do this creative thing on the side where I, I record this little show. Now, for both of those, I do an incredible amount of uh, outreach generally, trying to get in touch with people, trying to have conversations, trying to meet new folks, uh, share new stories, learn new things, um, spread my message as far as it's concerned, either professionally or personally. And it is uh, well known among some uh, things that you sell among uh, some things that you can pursue that uh, in the long run, in many cases, the numbers game will win out. That being said, uh, the amount, pure volume of outreach that you are doing will eventually net you some results. And assuming a consistent quality of outreach among, you know, a sample size of people, the person who is doing the most of it will tend to net more results. Okay, so that's the first thing. But I do think that as you begin to, and so for me, how that worked out practically was I, I uh, commit to a very high level of, of, of outreach and making sure at work that I'm putting myself out there as much as possible. And I'm competing with other people effectively to do that. And um, sort of an unwritten thing, but because uh, we have guidelines and I just try to outpace them as much as possible. And then I come home and I, I've said this often on the show before, I come home to my podcast and it's like I come home to my second sales job. Because what it is, instead of saying, hey, I work for X and XYZ company, I'm saying, hey, I, I, I share these stories and I think I'd like to share yours as well. And you're asking for people's time and it's a much lower ask than telling them to vote with their wallet. But it also requires you to put yourself out in front of somebody. And likewise, assuming your messaging is consistent, which mine generally is, a higher volume of outreach should net you a higher volume of results. But here's the rub. The rub is, over the past roughly year, I started out with some very targeted uh, activity uh, in terms of both professionally and personally trying to get my message across. And then I began to ramp up the volume and the quantity of which I did things. And I think maybe the quality faltered a little bit. I won't lie, it probably did because I just had less time to devote to each individual task uh, in any walk of life. I was trying really, really hard to go after that high output. And there was a very quick diminishing return both in my job and in this podcast, in the production of this podcast. I'll be as transparent about it. You know how many people have emailed that are, you know, 
I try to get great guests on here. These people are busy. They have staff that respond to things for them. It's very difficult in a lot of times to get people and to get them, you know, whether they've got an assistant in a real job or whether they've got a personal personal management team. Um, but as I moved through the year, I saw that my general just statistics when it came to outbound activity went up and up and up and up and up and the results really didn't. I mean, they were high, but they weren't like out of control and correlative with what I was doing. And towards the end of the year, and especially as we've moved into January, I have, it feels an awful lot because I've been so used to doing high numbers of things. It feels a lot like taking my foot off the gas almost, but I have been doing things like lowering the cadence and writing in a slightly different tone of voice if I'm doing an email or if I'm speaking to somebody to speak a little bit more casually. I tend to be a more casual person, uh, which contrasts with the way I've interviewed in the past. And like I said, I'll get to how I'm trying to change my interviews going forward in a little bit. But I've felt that I've taken my foot off the gas and I have not seen a decrease in the performance that I see on the other side. As a matter of fact, I see slightly more engagement that I want to like of the type that I'd like to have which is sort of guard down being honest with me uh, if it's in my work telling me something straight so that I can allocate my resources properly if it's something personal for this show uh, you know letting me know a real reason why you know we can't meet or when a better time is or anything like that and it's almost to me like more quality and it's the classic quality quantity balance but to me it really comes across like I was trying really, really hard there for a long time to gain a certain result. I then really stopped trying that hard. And I think there's that fine balance. It became a medium through which these results happened. And I think for anybody walking through life and trying either trying something new or trying to excel at their current responsibility, whatever that is, I think there is this balance that people strike. And I don't know exactly how to find that. I don't know what, like, the mental uh, bumpers are on that bowling lane. I just don't know, like, when to pick it back up because I'm getting lax with things and I might be dropping the ball or maybe too casual. And on the other side, I don't know when I'm trying too hard and becoming too, you know, rigid about things or uh, or talking uh, talking in a way that's not authentic or not honest. So there's one thing I want you to submit this week. It's it's an opinion on that because I want to engage with the audience. What do you think? I mean, do you think that do you think that it truly is better like, you know, to get as much out as possible because you're getting the most shots on goal, whatever it is? And you know, are you are you are you, are you calling every prospect every single day? Are you right swiping everybody on the dating app whatever it is? I don't use dating apps. Uh I, I tried I, I, before I was dating, obviously, current girlfriend, but I was doing it and like, oh man, just, it's not for me. Uh, if you're doing something personally, say it's a creative pursuit and you're trying to get in touch with people and network and connect and collaborate, uh, is it just better to have more shots on goal? Is it really like at what, to what extent to you, is it worth the trade-off where you may be feeling like you're trying less hard, but the resulting... Uh, I, I guess, tone that you use because you're more curated with things uh, makes it better. I mean, wh- wh- what's the mix? The way I'd like to continue to uh, sort of transition from this real try-hard mentality to like trying to get a little more personalized or maybe a little more, let, let's just call it honest, because especially in the context of this show, 
what I'd like to do is almost change completely the tone and the context with which I interview. So go back and listen to, you know, any any episode. The first the first interview I did, which uh, is either it's listed as episode one or two. I'm not sure which. I think it's I should really know this, shouldn't I? You go all the way back to to Joshua Rash who was the first interview, all the way up to the most recent interview, which was Mike Lewis, the CEO and founder of When to Jump, whose book will be the first one that I read this year and who I will be seeing on Thursday. Uh, the, the It is amazing how similar my tone is, how similar the questions that I ask are, and I think because of that, how similar the responses that I get seem. So, if I were to boil it down, and there's plenty, and by the way, there's plenty of great stories, and there's plenty of like different twists and turns to like all these different stories. I encourage you if you are interested in learning about how people get get ahead in in sports or in fitness or in any of these these categories that I talked about a little while ago. Go listen to a wealth of these. I'm sure you probably recognize a few of the names, but go back and scroll through. If you're on iTunes, your podcast app, do that. If you're on the website, uh, you know. Just click through, open it up in another tab so that this doesn't go away. But uh, just check it out because I, th- there are great intricacies in the stories that unfold, but the framework remained rather similar. And I think it was because I was trying to get a profile of answers around each of the questions that I asked, which led me to get rather robotic in what uh, came out of my mouth. So if I were to summarize all of them, it would be like, okay, talk to me about... Um, you know, you've done these great things. I want to take it back to the moment that you decided that uh, you might want to be involved in XYZ path. I want you to take me through if there was a pivotal moment or something that was said to you or something that you said that caused you to just uh, go and make this dare per the name of the show. Talk about the first three to six months after, maybe the first year after. Was it easy? Was it hard? Did it suck? Why? What did you learn from it? Fast forward through the growth to whatever the current stage is. Talk to me about the current stage. Talk to me about what's next for you in this awesome story. And then finally, give some advice to listeners and give your contact information. I mean, that's really what it was. And I got a lot of great responses to that. I got a lot of good stuff. But it was really, really similar. And that, you know, for a while, and I even got like, it's the same. It was for me, it was like the same thing every time. But it was easy. It was easy to fall into that formula. But it was also difficult to get really interested in it over time. I think that might be part of the reason why I put the show on hiatus between season one and season two, which is why I started to start calling it seasons, as I've said many times, basically an excuse for not producing anything. Same thing for this episode between season two and season three. Remember I was doing those, trying to do those everyday episodes, including weekends? Yeah, you remember how those stopped completely with no warning or notice? Well, yeah, it's because I started to really not enjoy what I was doing. And I wasn't even interviewing people then. I was still doing one interview a week, but I was doing these sort of cookie cutter daily episodes just because I thought like that would help me get traffic. And it didn't. I mean, I got more listens and subscribers and views via my high school sharing that post that I mentioned on Instagram than than any of that new content. And I, I ran ads for a while and that didn't build the audience I wanted either. So, uh, you sort of see the signs, but I want to change it completely. And I want to have a definitely, I want to have a more casual conversation with all these people that I bring on, because I think that's going to help people relate. 
better. I think it's going to take these somewhat lofty stories of folks who are doing things that, you know, at least for me, it's a lot of times stories that are wildly beyond what what I can imagine and uh, puts them in perspective. And I think it'll also, I don't want to say disarm, but at least bring the guard down of the people that I'm talking to and it will, it will force them out of cookie cutter answers and things like that. Um, but, uh, but that's what I want to try. So I think when you hear some of my interviews, uh, coming up in the beginning of season three, you're going to hear a slightly different style. In fact, I'd go as far as to say you'll, you'll be hearing an almost completely different style. I think it's going to be a lot more like this. I, you know how much I have seen a lot more engagement with episodes of this nature because, you know, I try to put, I try to, at first I try to put myself in the mind of a podcaster, of somebody who is presenting this kind of material and like, what do they sound like? What do they talk about? How structured are they? Things like that. And then I like, as I was, and I, you know, so I perform this show and I write this show a lot based on that. But then on the other hand, it's like, okay, I've done this and I've done this stylistically and it makes sense. It sounds all proper, but like, what is my goal here? I mean, is my goal, is my goal to sound like NPR? Is my goal to sound like that kind of thing? Or is my goal to like tell an authentic message? Essentially, like, let's get in the mind of the podcast D. And that's a weird way to put it, but like a listener. Most likely they're sitting at their desk, you know, they're, they're, they're working. They, they, they want something to, to drown out the background noise while they focus on the task at hand. And they want it to be maybe a casual conversation. I certainly do. You know what kind of podcasts I like when I listen to podcasts when I'm sitting at my desk, which is not often, but sometimes I do it. I just want to hear people just chatting about stuff. A lot of times I don't even care what it is. If it's funny, great. If it's sports related, cool. But I, at the end of the day, I just want to hear that back and forth because it's natural to me. It's easy to listen to. And a lot of time it's it's just as informative and just as high quality. So... What I'd like to do is just to start trying to have more of those casual conversations. And so I'm going to do that. I'm really excited for this season three, guys. I mean, I have some great, I have some great things lined up. I've got some great stories done. I actually already have one episode done. And uh, I'm doing another one uh, Thursday night. Like I said, I'm going to see this guy, Mike Lewis, the CEO and founder of Wind to Jump, which is basically Tadera's human on crack in a great way. This guy is like everything that I want to be. This guy's got a speaker series, which is like accomplishing a goal of mine there. If I were to do it, he's got a book with like the perfect forward by Sheryl Sandberg. It's just, this guy's got the life. I'm so jealous of this guy. And I should have told him that during our podcast interview, but I just am. Uh, I told him afterwards, <laughs> which I, you know, it's funny. I record a lot like after the conversations that I have just to make sure that I get all the information right and have them say it just so I can spell things right and like write things out correctly. And, but I find I'll listen to like the back end of a lot of these things, like the behind the scenes, and it comes off like a lot more naturally. And I almost feel easier listening to them. I should have like, I should have seen the signs. But anyway, uh, later that night, I will be uh, interviewing for season three. Uh, uh, probably, probably, one, I can already tell it's probably going to be one of the best interviews of season three uh, is going to be. Uh, Aussie Man Reviews. Now, if you have uh, ever heard of this guy, so he's an Australian, he's a comedian, he reviews viral videos on Facebook and he puts commentaries over them. I say Facebook, but he really does it ever. He's got Twitter and Instagram and YouTube and he's he's got something like 9 or 10 or 12 million followers. And like, first of all, it was like crazy that I even got this person. The reason I did it is because I had these daily podcasts that I was doing towards the end of the year. He listened to it. He got interested and he reached out to me on Twitter. But, uh, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm going to try out this new 
this new format. So first of all, one of the episodes in season three is going to be more stylistic and one of them is going to be contrasted or the majority of them will be contrasted with this sort of more laid back feel. So anyway, I just figured to say that, but it's going to be part of this like transition from what I considered being a tryhard in what I was doing to like being more laid back. I think that's going to, I think it's going to improve the show. Honestly, I just think because, you know, I could go and aggrandize and talk about how wonderful all of these stories are, but like, you know, at the end of the day, I bring on people to interview them because their stories are impressive, because their stories are motivational and inspiring. I don't have to talk anybody up. The stories are going to do that themselves. What I'd really like to do is get a little more honest and peel back the onion and be like, hey, you went from, I always go back to the same story because it's just like off the walls crazy of Raleigh Peterkin, who left Wall Street as a bond trader to become a Peruvian MMA fighter professional. Wild story. Wild change. And I feel like you could take a story like that and you could aggrandize it, like I said, and be like, oh, wow, this is so great. You did this. Oh, wow, what a life you have. I can't, you made that risk and that was so great. Oh, what's your advice? You know, or in in as diplomatic and as casual as possible, like peel back the onion a little bit and say like, so that must have really sucked. Like, were people racist to you? Like, were you scared? Uh, you know, what, what really, what detracted you from this, if anything? Um, did you have, did you lose friends or did you have a strained relationship with like your family over this kind of thing? And like, not that I want to be a downer, but I think that being a little more casual will leave people open to this because it's, it's natural to come into these like stories of, oh, everything's so great and happy. Like you see on YouTube with people doing these vlogs every day to look at it with like an eye of skepticism and be like, really? Like, I can't relate to this. This isn't me. Like I would never see myself doing this. And that's not what I want. I want to be more relatable in terms of the stories that I bring because every single story, it could be a, somebody who's really famous. It could be somebody who's just starting out. They all start like us, right? I could go on to be the best radio show host ever. I won't. That's not what I want to do long time. I mean, maybe I don't want to jinx myself, but like I didn't start out like that. I started out a year ago not knowing anything about how to podcast and barely listening to any. Fast forward a year and I like still don't know anything. But, you know, I the point is that everybody starts in day one, square one, most time. Unless you have like a small loan of a million dollars. So anyway, give me your thoughts on that. Like, tell me what you're, first of all, if you like to listen to something more casually or if you like those stylized, because some people do. I get that too. I like it. I like it fine. If I'm down to be educated. Okay. And then give me your thoughts on this whole try hard versus not trying. Do you really feel like when you're coming down from this, like if you're trying to like revamp what you do and maybe that involves doing something less, just like being less, right? Be or being less extra and like being less try. Cause everybody knows, you know, if somebody's being a try hard, you can basically tell. But if you're coming down from that and trying to be more calm and reasoned and, and measured about things, does it feel like you're trying less hard? Do you feel like you're leaving things on the table by putting in, uh, even if it's more effort into smaller tasks, in aggregate, what may seem like a smaller amount of effort? I'm really interested in that point. And maybe tie that into, man, if there's a book on that thing or a podcast on that thing, that that subject, that would be great. That would be awesome. So anyway, let me know. All right, let's talk very quickly about New Year's resolutions. I'm going to go over this every single week when I do these these little chats, all right? 
And so, uh, as you know, if you've been listening to these weeklies, we're now in the third week and the third week in review of 2018 to talk about four uh, pillars of New Year's resolutions across what we call the good life, health, wealth, love, happiness. And I'm going to run down them very quickly. And this week, it's going to be a little bit tougher because I haven't been home. So some of the metrics haven't been recorded necessarily, but I'll start. I'll start. uh, I'll start with this. All right. Let's talk about health first. I said it already. I want to drop some weight. I want to drop uh, drop uh, 25 pounds over the course of the year. Uh, when I came in uh, last week, I was down, what was it, like three and change, which I basically attributed to water weight. I was like, okay, like it's not, it's not differentiable. Is that a word? From noise. Then uh, I said I wanted to take 150 trips to the gym. Now, I had done two in the week prior, and I think I had done two the week prior to that. So I was at four this week. I, uh, I did two again. <laughs> I, or wait, we're only two weeks in. I forget. I did two every single week. So I'm behind by like one when I'm, and here's the other thing I was traveling. Like that was like, I couldn't even find time to do it. I was jet lagged. I, I wanted to do regular work. I wanted to be on the road. I like couldn't, I wouldn't make that time. So I'm going to be home and I'm going to do that more. And so this week I predict that I'll be, I'll get my three. But right now I'm at four out of 150. So I need to step my game up. Healthy routine, vitamins, my protein shakes. I actually took, I took like bags and bags of protein powder on the plane, which I thought was going to be a little weird and suspect, but um, it turns out it's fine. Powders are all good uh, for the most part. And uh, so I brought those with me and I did actually do some protein shakes, like based on the protein that I drank at home. That was pretty easy. That wasn't too hard. And then also I, uh, I have this little, uh, this little vitamin stack that I've been taking and that's not hard to do either. I mean, my God, the multivitamins are gummies. If you can't like knock down a couple gummies, like what you've been doing that since you were four, you know, it just, these are, these are, these are Flintstones gummies. No, they're not Flintstones gummies. I was going to say, you know, they're not candies. They're, they're vitamins, but and you can't pop them like candies either, but it's so simple. So I think I'm actually doing pretty good on that, uh, but I don't have the scale. So I couldn't actually tell like, what the actual weight dropped is. So I have to figure that out. Um, and by the way, would love to continue getting encouragement from you guys on New Year's resolutions. Uh, if there's articles that uh, you, you see on that, like how to keep up with it when you're a month in, two months in, whatever, let me know. I haven't actually seen a full documentation of somebody's new year's resolutions from like day one to day 365 you get like day one through like day 20 and then they drop it it's just what happens but if there's a contrarian out there who actually recorded it that'd be sweet all right on the wealth side i you know i really have nothing to report here uh as you guys know the goal is uh just 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 continue to increase you know the what, what i what the bacon that i'm putting on the table all right, so I have a goal. I want to index at 110% over what I did last year. I'm in sales. That means I want to do a little bit better at my job. I want to bring in some more business. It makes everybody happy. Certainly would make me happy. And uh, and then I also said uh, uh, to put, uh, I said 2%. That might be high, but 2% from some side thing. I do not know what that side thing is going to be. I have no idea. So right now it's zero for both because I haven't gotten paid yet. So TBD. But the, the books, which is mental wealth is what I'm putting in here. Uh, that has been, that has been good. I have my first book that I'm going to pick up on Thursday. I've got the second book. I think it's going to be this obesity code. I think I'm going to get a kick out of that. I'm going to do it. I think it's hilarious because I like, didn't know what to think at first, but I'm, I think I'm going to do it. Um, 
and then we'll go from there. But right now I'm on track to do that. Oh, and I forgot meditate, mental health as well as mental wealth. I'm going to try the, but you already said that. I'm going to try the Pacifica. That's what it's called. Maybe I'll come back next week and I'll be all zen. We're having a little fireside chat and I'll be all meditated. And then something will piss me off. I'll jump in a puddle or something like that and get splashed or something snowy. I'll get salt on the, anyway, you can see what, you can see how that happens. Um, Ooh, yeah. My journey from zero to 25 date nights. Folks, I got one out of the way. Check off one out of 25. We did dinner in the city last night. Uh, it was actually a double date. We did it with her sister and uh, her sister's boyfriend. And uh, that's fine. I know them very well. And that was good. And uh, I'm just glad. I, so, but I'm making a, I'm, I'm, I think the difference here is like not to check off the box. I'm not saying, oh yeah, we did the, okay, we got dinner done. Great. Now I don't, now I don't have to do one of those because that's a tough way to think about it. It's more just like, I want to make sure that I'm making that a routine, right? I want to commit time and, and, and energy and resources to that. Uh, because I think it's easy to get lost if you're like in a long-term relationship to like do regular dating still, you know, and I think even I've lost sight of that at times. But I don't want to do that. So uh, we got dinner uh, earlier uh, this week and then we're going to go to this book event together. We're going to do that and maybe do a little like little ice cream coffee date, something like that around it. You know, stuff cat. It doesn't have to be like roll out the red carpet. Anyway, I'm actually pretty excited about that. I, I don't want to talk about it much on the show, not because it's, there's anything sensitive to it, but because like it's not overall very interesting. It's just, you know, it's one of the pillars of the New Year's resolutions. And that's one that I think I'm going to keep more than all these other ones. If we go out to, you know, 25 steak dinners and I end up, you know, gaining a bunch of weight, I'll, at least I'll have done very well in one category. And then finally, happiness. Find a way to act. You know, I'm, I'm writing these sketches, as I said last week. Uh, I, this week, I didn't have any time to sit down and actually write a new sketch, but I do have a new idea for one, uh, which I think is going to be pretty funny. Uh, it might be a series as well. It's where I'm going to, like, sit down every week and, like, basically be like the angry newsman who's just, like, tearing into a bowl of cereal in the morning and just like talk anyway I, I don't really know what the it, it's called flake news that's going to be what it is I think it's going to be cornflakes uh or something it's a very it's a hazy idea I gotta not I gotta I gotta write that one down but uh <laughs> anyway I'm just and that's the kind of thing I'm doing for fun but I have these sketches written out uh I'm I once my high school re grammed, I guess, that post. I'm going to see if I can find a speaking opportunity to make, to do a presentation with some students up there. And I think that's going to be a good speaking opportunity. So I'll check that off for New Year's resolution. That'll be great. Um, you know, in doing that and, and also in engaging more with this audience to finding people who share my interests and passion. And then overall, at the end of the day, I share the progress. So I'm documenting it here. I want you guys to keep me honest. I want to keep improving this show for you, improving my own sort of life uh, and sticking to these resolutions, but, uh, it's been, wow, it's been a long time. It's been like, I thought I was going to make this episode shorter and I didn't I'm like 42 minutes, I think, or something like that. Maybe a little bit less 44. That's not less, whatever. Homework. Oh my God. Homework. That sounds off. I was just about to say homework, do this. Ah, you don't have to do anything. You tell me to shut up. That's what you can do. I want uh, I would love if you had some recommendations first on the thoughts between trying hard and not trying hard. I want to get your thoughts and I want to like react to that because I, I, I have some learning to do. If there's any podcasts that you know of or books or articles that talk about that and also that talk about New Year's resolutions and keeping them past like the first 20 days, basically, let me know. 
And then also, again, if you like produce music and you like want some music featured here, like I'll, I'll do pretty much anything. I want to try it out. I'm going to keep it fluid and these more informal episodes are a great way to do it. And, uh, and guys, that's basically going to wrap it up. Let, let's do some plugs. We're, I'm sure this in, this outro music is going to be fading up here. So let's do some plugs. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at 2 Human. You already know my email address. Hello at 2 You can DM me with all this stuff as well, or you can just tag me in posts uh, if, if you want me to just see it and you want it to be out in the open. I'd be happy to share all that. Um, uh, subscribe on uh, whatever, iTunes, whatever you listen to. You, could, you, you can listen through the website as well. And uh, actually, that's it for now. Shoo. Episode 77. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling better that I'm more casual like this. And by the way, if you don't like the casual nature, uh, or if you do, leave a review. Do it on iTunes. I love the social proof. It's it's not going to help metric. It doesn't matter for that. I mean, it's I just like to see it. All right? So do that for me if you really love this show. But I will check in with you again next week, and we'll be talking more about the journey to following your passion and dropping out of a, a traditional life path or maybe just sidestepping trying something new and the related difficulties and, and the related uh, fun stories and the victories and the challenges and the learning opportunities so I'll be back with you then and uh, until then I'm going to go get some sleep and I'm going to go home thank God goodbye like what you hear stay up to date with Tadare is Human by subscribing and following across social media And until next time, keep daring.